Hello? Hey. What's up? How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Okay, so, oh, we're actually recording right now. Oh, perfect. So, um, good to hear from you. So, we're ready to get started. Um, um, Welcome to Pieces Podcast, Episode 3. We have Van Bender, dating coach. And, um, you know, we are really just going to talk about being single. We're going to talk about dating. Um, and whatever else comes along, even if it, for whatever reason, ends up talking about breaking up, all that type of stuff. Um, we're just here for, um, I would say, the target, audi- the target audience would be millennials. Um, and, well, I mean, anybody who would take anything from this, I guess, in 2019. So, um, then... Why don't you start uh, with what got you into this? Um, sure. You know, like what what what's been your journey um, from the time you graduated high school till now? Why don't you just um, kind of give a brief overview? Sure. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I went to Colorado State and then I graduated, got a good government job, and. Um, been working there ever since I'm still working there and um I met a guy who's really successful internet marketer and he does dating coaching and I didn't even you know I I laughed about it when I first met him like so you're like hitch right you know I didn't even think that was a real thing to do but (laughs) apparently you know um it's a legitimate thing I think that um dating has changed a lot wait hold on the internet and dating apps and things like that it's really taken a lot of the face-to-face interaction out of dating you know what i mean because you can just swipe on somebody and message them and you'd never have to i mean eventually you have to go meet them in person i think that that's where a lot of guys struggle and i think um for folks like us who are i guess older millennials you know we remember a time before the internet you know, when we had to pass messages, pass yeah. notes in class, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do you want to go out with me? Check yes or no. And so I, I just realized that I had, you know, some knowledge and skills that I could use to help guys who are struggling with, um, you know, with trying to attract women. And um, I, uh, you know, I figured I'd, I'd give it a shot and it's, it's turned out really well. Okay. Because there's some things that we need to do. <laughs> sure. Um, so, anyways, um, so Crystal was saying that um, you were saying. So what I was saying, I left off at you know guys don't take rejection well, and so sometimes that's why they're afraid to shoot their shot. Mm-hmm. Because. Um, I mean, in females, too, you know, sometimes, you know, we get our feelings hurt and don't take rejection well either. I don't know if, you know, it would be called necessarily rejection, but so, you know, I think that's the issue. And so they're really afraid to get their, you know, their feelings hurt. However, 
only shoot your shot at a woman that's going to really hear you out and understand where you're coming from. So at the end of the day, no matter what, you know, the outcome of the conversation is, you still feel at ease. You still feel like, okay, I'm good. You good. We good. Right. Right. No, I think that's a really good point. I think it's, you know, if you have a good friendship, like a good foundation of a friendship, then even if you shoot your shot and she's not feeling it, you guys can still be friends. You know, it, it, it'll be tough because if you really feel for somebody and they don't feel the same way, but you guys hang out all the time and you talk all the time, it'll be hard, you know, but um, if, if you have a good friendship, you know, you should be able to, to work with that, you know? Yeah. Because it's hard to come across people nowadays who are willing to be transparent enough for you to see like a little bit of their heart, you mm-hmm. know, um, because we're, we're all looking for someone that we can emotionally connect mm-hmm. with because we go through so much. We don't have a lot of time for fake relationships, fake friendships. Right. Know? So deep down inside, you know, we all <clears> just want somebody that look in the eye, look in the eyes and just connect with heart to heart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, uh, I think that's a really good point. And I think that, um, a lot of guys get so caught up in, well, I mean, you're right. Men, you know, men have big egos and they're, a lot of men are afraid to open up and they're like sabotaging themselves. You know, it's like, they don't want to be perceived as weak. And so they're never real with a woman when really like women admire that, you know, it's, if you're just trying to do the dating game and get laid, that's a little different. You know, you just want to be attractive and mysterious and all that. But it's like, if you're trying to have a real relationship with somebody, which a lot of these guys are, you know, it's like, you got to open up. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You cannot be closed off. You cannot, there's a difference between being careful and being guarded versus you just have two tons of bricks in front of your whole heart Mm -hmm. and in front of not even getting to your heart, but even your mind. Mm -hmm. I have dealt with guys who you can't even see their mind because they have five tons of bricks in front of their brain that you can't even pick their brain. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Who hurts you to that point? And that's fine. You know, we I say it all the time. We've all been hurt. We're all healing. Mm-hmm. We're all working on healing. And um, some things you don't necessarily completely heal from, but you know how to deal with it and you know how to cope um, so that you can continue to have other relationships and healthy relationships. But you have to begin somewhere because you cannot continue to block everyone out but then at the same time talk about how you're looking for love or you're looking for a relationship but yet you're not even opening up yourself enough to um to be able to receive that when it comes to you so that kind of leads me to ask all right um are you do you even trust yourself you even trust yourself to push people away 
I mean, if you purposely try to push people away, then people who love themselves and people who are yeah. about their self-worth mm-hmm. and people who care about themselves, they're going to go away. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was thinking, um, <clears throat> I, I was I was talking to my friend and um, he was like, do you think there's a market for doing dating advice for women? And I, I kind of blew it off as like a joke, you know, and I, I don't want this to sound wrong, but it's like, what would dating advice for women be? You know, it would be like, um, take a shower, you know what I mean? Um, sleep with them, like, <laughs> you know, like men are stupid and simple, you know what I mean? But I, I thought, you, you yeah. see what I'm saying? But when I really yeah. thought about it, it's like, I know there's women out there who, and what I've noticed is it's women who are really successful or who are really determined or independent who struggle finding a partner because um, those women have high personal value, right? They recognize uh-huh. that they're not just gonna settle for any old body, you know? And men are intimidated by that, right? Because like the the age old thing is like the man's the breadwinner, the woman stays home and cooks and cleans, right? When you got a woman who has her own goals and her own dreams that she's not going to put on the back burner for anybody, um, it's it's intimidating, you know? And so, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. I I don't want to, I don't want to break the flow. Go ahead. Oh, no. Well, because a lot of times these guys that are on their feet, they do have their stuff together. They are, half of them wants a woman to recognize that. Right. And wants a woman to be like, oh, he can add to my life. Oh, he can give me this. He can do this Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. But then on the other side, at the same time, it's so confusing because they're like, oh, Y'all got y'all hands out. Oh, y'all, you know, y'all expecting this and that from me, or you know, I'm not, I'm not breaking bread doing this. I'm not doing that, doing that. But it's like you mean like from from advertising for that. True. What you said? I said you mean from the woman's perspective, like the woman sees the man, like from the woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from the woman's perspective, um, from the guys that do other stuff together, Mm -hmm. it's like. They a lot of them have their stuff together, but they don't want to share it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and it's it's almost like um, you know, if 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 you're a driven, determined woman and you find like a driven, determined man, you would think that it would be like it would be a match made in heaven, right? Like you guys are perfect for each other, you guys are gonna be partners in crime, you're gonna take the world by storm, everything's gonna be good, but really what happens is um neither party wants is willing to sacrifice like no one's willing to take the back seat you know what i mean because both of them are so driven and determined and independent that it's like they would be the perfect combination but they're the worst combination because they're so driven and successful does that does that make sense yeah and they're overly strategic mm-hmm. You know, like, let your guard down. Get a little wavy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, 
Yeah, definitely. When it's business, you know, quote unquote business mode and you're, you know, really trying to get information and try to understand that person, that's one thing. But with, when, you know, you guys are in the mood where you should be kicking it, let's kick it. Let's see what's yeah. up. You know, like you need to learn to like, let your guard down, have a drink. You know what I'm saying? Be a little bit more transparent, be flirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People need to get back to flirting. People need to get back to being relaxed. You know what? I'm really glad that you brought that up. And we could just we could just go straight into relationships. Well, you know, since that that's where we're flowing to. Um, I feel like in relationships, the reason that a lot of relationships go bad is because people get too comfortable and they stop doing the things that got them in that relationship in the first place. Does that make sense? It's like men stop doing the romantic things. They stop, you know, um, taking care, stop working out, whatever. You you know what I mean? Like people get comfortable with one another, especially if they're living together in a relationship, you know? Or again, ever. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure we can all testify to that, you know, and it's a two way street. Like, (laughs) I, you know, in, in my own relationship, I catch myself where it's like, you know, I, I remember when my girlfriend and I first started dating, it's like, you know, I would like shave and I, you know, I'd get ready, make sure I was smelling right. And then, and now it's just like, Hey, you want to get some wings, you know? And I'll just like throw some sweatpants on. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's real though. Right. I mean, we're all guilty of it. Right. You want to get some wings or some pizza? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll just order it. We ain't even got to leave. I know, right? Because <laughs> honestly, I don't feel like going there. Right, but I, I think that that's, you know, it's like once you get into that comfort zone and then, <clears throat> I don't know, you've got somebody, a coworker, someone at work or someone else who's like doing those things that, your significant other used to do early in the relationship, it starts to pull you away. You know what I mean? I feel like that's, that's the cause of a lot of infidelity and a lot of breakups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's just, I mean, in a relationship and it's, especially if you're with a, you know, if, if you're driven and you're with another driven person, um, in a relationship, at some point, like someone has to take the back seat, right? Like, precious, if, if if you and I were together, right, and like you get this promotion and you have to move to Seattle, but I have my career that I'm chasing, and it requires me to live in Phoenix. You know what I mean? It's like, what are we gonna do? And if if we're both driven, like neither of us is willing to compromise, you know, because like our dreams and our goals go first, right? Right. So how do you think, how do you think you, you navigate that in a relationship? Um, that just comes from having a good balance, knowing that if you're with someone who has a lot of things going on or they're educated, successful, or they have a career and all that type of <clears throat> outside of their career, that just comes from being balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to know that your relationship is also still a goal. And so that's up to 
the other person right. as well as yourself to make that clear with each other. You know, I might be busy sometimes. Sometimes I might not have time for it. Right. I might have I might not have time for you, but you're still a priority. You mm. know, nobody's able to put someone as their number one priority when you're an adult. Right. Right. Yeah. So but I just need to know that I'm a priority. I'm one of your priorities. However I fall on that list, I, okay, I, I trust you to put me in the right spot as well as thinking about what I need, you know, but I also still need to be a priority because right. where I'm going to put you in my life, you're going to be a priority. Right. And I just expect that same treatment. So um, just knowing that you might have to wait your turn, basically. Right. It's, it's having the respect, right? So like I have to respect your goals and your dreams, but I also have to trust you enough that like if I put my dreams on hold for you, I trust you and I know you well enough that you're going to come through and make everything okay so that I can get back on my feet. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, if I sacrifice my career so that you can chase yours and we can stay together, then there's going to have to be some give and take, right? There might come a point where now that we move to Seattle, I'm waiting tables for a couple months or whatever, you know, like trying to get, you know, get situated in this new place. But it's, it's hard to trust people, you know, especially when independent driven people have become so successful because they depended on themselves. You know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? It's like when, when you trust yourself, it's and that's why you're successful. It's hard to l relinquish that and trust somebody else to take care of it, you know? Yeah. And so that's why I feel like it just has to be, it's really not just a cheesy saying, like it, it's a game of give and take. You mm -hmm. have to give and take, mm -hmm. give and take. Right. So um, you can't just be expecting to be the one in control all the time of everything. You're just never allowing yourself to let go at all. Because the other person is going to start to feel that. And it's like, mm -hmm. do you even want to be around me anymore? Like, why are you here? You start, the other person starts to question, why are you dealing with me at all? Why, why are you here? Right. If you're not giving me any part of your mind, mm -hmm. or you're only giving me this part of your mind, mm -hmm. if you're not giving me a part of your soul or only giving me this part, if you're only giving me this part of your heart, you know, mm -hmm. anything that you just feel like, okay, this is enough to give you versus you taking a risk. You know, everyone is going to have to take a risk. Right. But that's where knowing yourself and trusting yourself comes into play. When you take that risk, if you end up getting hurt or if things don't end up turning out the way you wanted them to be, you're able to understand what went wrong, why it happened how you can move forward and it has not destroyed you anymore as a human being, as a person. Right. Right. 
And I think, you know, sometimes you got to be okay with falling on your face, right? It's like sometimes you're going to get hurt and you can't take it personal. Sometimes you just got to charge it to the game. You know, it's, it's, it's the price to, pl- to play, you know, and if you sacrifice everything for your significant other and then it doesn't work out and you end up getting hurt, sometimes like the best thing is not to build a wall. You know, sometimes you just got to be like, well, look, I'm going to learn from that and I'm going to keep moving. And you still have to be vulnerable and open to people and run that risk of it going wrong again. Because if you don't, then you'll never get close to anybody, right? Right. You got to be stronger than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm really interested. So what's it like? What are... What are what what's the female perspective like? What do y'all struggle with in dating? What what's it like for a woman out here in this world in 2019? You know, like trying to find a partner, even even just trying to get laid. You know, like what are some of the problems that y'all encounter? Me specifically. Um... I either encounter guys who I do get friends on, and I and I want them to stay there, um, or I have guys who I can clearly tell that they just want sex. Mm-hmm. And one, if ever I was able to ever give that up, <clears throat> that's all it would be. Um. And then there's the guys that we we have a great connection, great friendship, and all that, but <clears throat> we are we will never make it to being an official couple. We'll never make it to claiming each other publicly and privately. So that's personally my issue. What's your issue, Crystal? Well, you know, my issue is really not knowing exactly what's going on in the dating world right now. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, I got out of a relationship in November, the beginning of November, of November 2018. And so I'm like fairly new, but at the same time, they're watching the scene the whole time. And so for me, I feel like I'm a little up on game because I pay attention. Um, however, I'm still not sure, like, if this was back in, shoot, 2006, I probably would have already gone on a date by now, like a real date, mm-hmm. but nobody actually asked me out on a date, like, you know, come, let me take you out to dinner, you know, um, you let me know when it's good. You know, and then you know, okay, like this is a real date. Let me get dressed up. Let me put on some lotion first. We'll take a nice little bath. You know, so at least, you know, you know, to make yourself, you know, presentable for the date. You know, mm-hmm. and so it happens right there. You know, if more guys would just really get back to dating a woman, it's okay to spend, you know, $120, you know, maybe even like, $75 on a, on a nice woman that 
that you see, that you've had a conversation with, that you, you know, that initial investment is the first date. Take them on that right date. Yeah, because here's the thing. Guys nowadays are too afraid of being of, of being finessed or someone being able to say that they finessed them. Like, seriously, you have to have more confidence within yourself in your own pocket than to think that somebody can finesse you or just to be worried about somebody saying they finesse you. Um, you should already know in your head what your budget was, what you were saying to you. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. a date. So unless you have some other kind of twisted way of thinking, I don't care if it is 2019, you are the one paying because you're the man, period. And what mm-hmm. has just been on your bones, like, I want to take you on a date. Like, I, yeah, I want to date you. I don't okay, pay for anything. You don't have to pay for anything. I want to treat you. But other than that, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Pay for pay for a woman. Go ahead and take on a date. So what if she might not want to talk to you? And you're okay, you have to be okay with that type of investment. You have to be okay with being able to say, okay, yeah, I took on a date. We went on a date, and that wasn't it. It was a terrible date, or it wasn't a bad date, but I just would prefer not to see her again, or she would prefer not to see me again. Okay, move on to the next. Yeah, like. You have to open up yourself to the possibility. You know, you go out mm-hmm. on a date with five women. You go out on a date with five of them. You probably gonna connect with at least three of them, and then maybe that third one might kind of just kind of drop off. But then here you got two ladies, two ladies that you're looking at. You know, and then mm-hmm. you know you want to put a little bit more effort into. But dating is what we need. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy life. Once we make that initial, and we'll probably get into this in a minute, but once we make that initial, you know, we may even make that initial contact via social media. But I'm, I'm the type of, okay, we've been chatting on social media. I've been kind of liking your stuff. You've been liking my stuff. Once, once you know, you ask for the number, once we exchange numbers, we're kind of off social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when we want to converse and when we, when we want to connect, you know, we're we're texting or, or we're calling, you know. But once mm-hmm. that's like something I ran into. So, like, you know, I'm like, okay, you asked me for the number. Okay, here's the number. But then you still hit me up on social media. Like, I gave you my number. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, that's right. not to say that we can connect on social media. But, like, come on, man. Like. Well, and you know what? I think there's like, uh, like I said, I I think that the internet has changed a lot of things. And um, it seems like the three of us are kind of old school. And I mean, we're not old heads, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm 28, but um, (laughs) I guess I'm old school in the sense where it's like, like with with my current girlfriend, I, I, I met her at a bar and I walked up to her and I got her phone number. And then um, I hit her up and I was like, uh, let, let's talk on the phone. With, like, when are you free to talk? And she was kind of caught off guard because so many men don't even want to just talk. And I just wanted to talk just to get to know her. You know what I mean? But it's like people depend so heavily on texting and social media 
that they don't even and I also think that's why so so many men are afraid to take their shot now because like you almost don't have to where originally like you couldn't hit somebody up on social media like if you wanted to hit them up and get the number like you had to walk up to them you know in a coffee shop in a bar whatever you know and you don't have to do that anymore you know almost like it hurts people more than like actual rejection you know what I mean because it's, it's so much easier just to leave somebody on red than it is to actually tell them to their face like no I'm not interested you know and so I feel like people encounter what'd you say I said sure is because I do it all the time <laughs> right right but it's like um I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it just maybe, you know, people are like if you get rejected on in someone's DMs, you just get left on red or you get rejected in a text message. Then you think that it's going to be so much worse in person. So then you're afraid to even approach a woman, I guess. Yeah. So, but, go ahead. What about like um, this? Social awkwardness. Like a lot of the, a lot of guys I've noticed, they are very good guys. Like you put them on paper, on paper, they are good guys. They're great guys. Mm-hmm. But you know, you meet them or you come face to face with them, and they're very. And I don't mean to be insensitive of people's personalities, just who they are. But it's like, you know, there's a shell that you have to break out of. And it's never, there's some things you have to do that are just not comfortable. But a lot of guys, I, there are a lot of guys I know that are good guys. But for me personally, it's like, I would never be with you because I don't, I would never see myself being with you because you can't even kick it. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to kick it, man. We need to. If we can't just kick it and chill, what you doing? Nothing, what you doing? Whether it's your people or my people yeah. or a mix of your people and my people, you have to know how to kick it. And we can't be all in the corner all being weird. And, you know, if you're a quiet person, that's fine. But not only are you being quiet, but you're just not even engaged. Yeah, not, not engaged. at all. That awkward stuff. 
just it's not as cute as mm-hmm. a lot of people are, you know, male and female, but, you know, me, they men, it's not as cute as y'all guys think. If it's y'all weird sitting in the corner somewhere or walking, you know, you standing outside and everybody else inside is turning up like, Everybody's gonna be looking at you like, what's what's wrong with this dude? Like, that's not as cute as you think it is. And if you're not that type of person, that's not your, you know, that's not your position. Then you also need to learn how to communicate that, so that that person knows. Don't invite you in this type of setting. Don't invite you to a party. Don't invite you to a get together where everybody's drinking and sipping or smoking, whatever, and everybody, you know, at a party and. You're the type of person that we only have one on one or we're sitting in the house. But when it comes to group setting, you're not the one. Mm. Yeah, and th- that's tough too because it's like, um, I mean, it sounds to me like if, if you are that kind of person, right? If you are extroverted and you like hanging out in groups of people and partying and stuff, like you don't want to be with somebody who's going to be a wallflower. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not the person for you, but people can portray that. Well, I guess you really don't realize that about somebody until you meet them in person, but because you can spend so much time just messaging somebody where you don't even really get to know how someone really is, you know, it's almost like catfish, you know, like if you meet somebody on a dating app or on social media and you guys are just messaging, then you don't really know who the person is. And then you meet them in person and it's somebody different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I think... They have... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying, they have no clue about personal interaction. They can mm-hmm. barely look eyes. They're not comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. Like... Right, I can't help you be comfortable with yourself. I can introduce you, you know, I can tell both of you or the party how cool each other are, blah, blah, blah. But after that, you're on your own, pal. <laughs> like, do you, you, know, do you encounter that a lot with men? Huh? Do you encounter that a lot with men? I have encountered it several times. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say a lot in every time, but several times I have encountered that where it's like, man, you know, you're kind of killing my vibe because I can't hear the kisses and you just want to sit off in the corner somewhere or be all extra shy. And it's like, well, what did you come here for? Right. So I kind of want to, I kind of want to transition off of that and go into like race because like black folks are more we're social people it's it's just a cultural thing you know what i mean we like to hang out big groups of people and so those men that you're encountering is it like other black dudes yes hmm what's the question i'm saying what'd you say what what was the question oh i was just um i, I was just um asking if those those men 
that you had encountered if, if they were black? Yeah, they were. That, see, that, that's interesting to me because um, just because, I mean, black folks, like, we're, we're more social. You know what I mean? We like to hang out in big groups. We like to have fun and, and dance and be more flamboyant and comfortable in ourselves. And I think that that's interesting. I, I could see how that would be a big turnoff if you're in that situation, because if that's part of your culture, then that that in, that man's indicating that like he's not going to fit with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, okay, what's the issue? Mm-hmm. And like, that's your personality, okay, but keep your keep that personality to yourself. Don't right bring out atmospheres like that you don't belong in, and mm-hmm. uh, that's where like those type of people, those guys, they need to realize who they are. And that's why I said it goes back to the person yourself. Like you cannot ever find the right person or be around the right person if you don't even trust yourself to be able to make those right decisions. I'm not gonna be around someone who I don't wanna be with somebody who only enjoys staying in the house mm-hmm. and watching because I'm gonna wanna do other things. So if you are the type of person you have to know yourself because you're not the type of person who enjoys being around big groups of people and, you know, turning up from time to time or, you know, going on couple couple of dates and stuff like that, uh, double dates and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. You need to know that so that you know what type of person that you don't want to be with. Right, right. Yeah, and I think that people are just afraid to admit that, you know what I mean? Because they're not comfortable with themselves, right? I, I think the men anyway, right? Right. So what are what's some of the what are some of the challenges? Okay, so it seems to me like the black woman in society today is like because black women are so strong and independent and because society today, men have become, uh, I'll say it, men are more timid. You know what I mean? What's it yeah. like being a black woman in the dating world today? Well, I would say it's difficult because, you know, black women, you know, we have learned to, we've come so far just in life, you know, and now, you know, we, we are up on our game. You know, we're working two and three jobs. We're, we're learning how to also be a great mother first. You know, so many of us are not um, working paycheck to paycheck. We have good credit. We have money in the bank. Our children have not only what they need but what they want. We're eating good meals. We're no longer feeding our children um, noodles every day and uh, generic Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? Our kids like steak. Our kids like shrimp. Our our kids like sushi. And at this point in my life, I'm like, if that's what makes my children happy and I can go and buy a nice steak and shrimp for my children, that's what I'm going to do. If my son has an interest in Nikes or Jordan or my daughter has a shoe fetish and she loves Jordan, that's what I'm going to get. And so we are stronger than ever right now. 
and we mm -hmm. are earning self-love. There's a difference between, you know, because like me, myself, I've never really had low self-esteem, you know, um, mm -hmm. but learning that I still need to build my confidence. Confidence, you know, being transparent is where I'm actually lacking. But um, said all that to say that um, I lost my train of thought. But um, yeah, so we are we're we're just we're just evolving and we're stronger than ever. And so, not to say you know, like a lot of people will say you need to get to the point where you don't need a man. You know, you shouldn't need a man to be happy. And it's like no. You know, we we don't need a man to be happy, but a lot of us still want a man. Right. We right, want a of man. Course. You know, we had excellent examples of good women who know how to take care of home, who know how to take care of, um, you know, their children and the home and be a womanly woman for their man. And so, I don't know. We went through this phase in life where it was like black women are negative, black women are bossy, black women are controlling. And that was wrongly interpreted when we started making money, when we started not asking, when we started handling our business. And so we really need to kind of just turn that around, you know. Um, and yeah. <laughs> you know, that makes sense. Women are considered like bossy and controlling, right? Yeah, um, it's it, it's almost as if if you are not on your hands and knees, then you're you're too dominant. You're too strong. You're too independent. You're too demanding. You can't ever say anything. If you have an issue with something, you can't ever bring it up or else it's aggressive. You know, right. you have an issue. You know, and I have found within myself, no matter how I try to bring something up, if I come at you a soft way, if I come at you a hard way, if I come at you with attitude, or if I come at you very vulnerable, I'm still always the one that has an issue when I'm tripping. Mm -hmm. I don't, and I'm like, is that just a me thing versus, you know, to, to my personality? Or do other women experience that too? Because, you know, there's a possibility that it is just my personality and how I bring things up because I'm a very blunt person and I'm not very sugar-coated. Well, and I don't no, think no, that's, no. go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say, me on the other hand, I have a huge, huge heart. And it's like, I'm, you under, I definitely get my point across with the way I can appoint, with, with the way I get it um, across to you is very nice and sweet because I'm very protective about protecting other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, that's important to me. I never want to be the one to make you feel bad in any any type of way. Even if I'm just getting my point across, I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm not, I, you know, and I know that that could like kind of confuse a lot of guys too, because I'm sweet and I'm kind. Mm -hmm. So that could be confusing. Well, and, and I think you know, that, go ahead. 
Oh, no, I'm just going to say whereas Precious says she's just straight up blunt. Well, and I'm not mean. I'm never really mean about it either unless I feel like you're disrespecting me. Yeah, but at that point, I will still, like, I might even straight up say, like, I feel like you disrespected me last night. Like, you said this, and I had an issue with that, and that didn't make me feel good or whatever, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. understand. I love stop. Like, I get straight to the point, you know, rather than just, I don't know, maybe whining about it or crying about it. You know, and it's just like I'm letting you know I'm not just I will give out specific examples and such so that it's not like, oh, I'm just in my feelings. It's like, no, this is what you did. Yeah. And this is how I received it. Or this is what you did. This is what you said. And this is how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe communication, um, a lot of people feel like I'm blaming them or I'm saying like, you know, oh, you did this. But a lot, I do have the understanding that a lot of things are um, how you receive it also. And so that's where the communication comes into play just to talk about it, no matter if you come from a, oh, honey, is everything okay? Honey, did something go wrong? Right, or right. That's, you know, it is you. No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, if you're like me and I'm like, look, is there a problem? Like, is there something that we need to talk about? Uh-huh. Right. Well, and I, I think the problem is um, a lot of men see that as like a challenge to their masculinity. And the biggest thing I had to learn in my relationship, because um, my girlfriend, she doesn't sugarcoat stuff either, you know, and when her and I first got together, we fought a lot. Like we would we would clash a lot. And it was a it was a power struggle. You know, and then I realized that just because she is being straight up with me doesn't mean that she doesn't respect me as a man. And I think that a lot of men see that sort of when when a woman challenges them or she's being blunt or straightforward, they see that as like she's challenging them. And so they don't respond in a way that's conducive to conversation. You know, it's like, it's that, that door for conversation gets closed because a lot of men shut down. And it's ironic because good men say that they want like a strong independent woman, but they don't know how to handle a strong independent woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when they get one and she's, she's being straight up, they're like, oh, well, we gonna fight now. And it's like, no, she's just, you know, she's just telling you how she feels and you got to take a step back away from your masculinity and be like, okay, let, let's talk about this then. But it's extremely hard to do as a man, you know? Yeah, because what do you do when you get that woman and you mm-hmm. really are tripping? Like, you really are tripping. Because it's not always just the female. It's not always just the women that are tripping, right? That's what everybody, uh-huh. that's what all the guys say in my experience. Oh, you tripping, you tripping, you tripping, you tripping. Oh, she tripping, uh-huh. she tripping. My girl, my girl tripping, she got that. You know, even if it's not me, but, you know, just being around other guys talking about their women. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. She tripping. She tripping. That became the popular thing to say at some point. She tripping, yeah, my bitch tripping. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, so when you get that woman, 
she there's a difference between being assertive and being aggressive. Right. And passion. You have to understand your lady's level of passion. Because at the end of the day, she you know she fucking loves you. Right. This is a, it needs to be charged or something. This is iPhone. Y'all good? Yeah, we're good. Powering on. Ready to pair. So you. When, you know, the point that she's trying to make is valid. So why always just go to, oh, she tripping? To just mm-hmm. walk it all out or what? Yeah, I, I think that, um, I mean, I don't want y'all to take offense to this, but women are not simple creatures. Like women are complicated. And that's, you know, that that's why I'm able to be successful as a dating coach, because I mean, straight up, like y'all are not simple. There's, there's levels to it, you know? And um, it's, it's difficult to navigate sometimes. I think that the easy thing to say is like, oh, she tripping. She just tripping. She, you know, she, she just on a period. She'll get over it. Whatever, you know, whatever a dude might say. But um, it's like whatever. Say what? I said that'll make me snap right there. If somebody, if a nigga blames something on me being on my period, I'd be like, what? That's simple. That's stupid. Well, I mean, the fact is, like, no man's ever had to go through a menstrual cycle, right? I I cannot begin to imagine what it would be like, you know, to have, like, all these hormones and emotions. Like, that shit is fucking difficult. Like, you know, I see my girl go through it every month. We've been together for a couple years, and it's like, I've gotten to the point now where, you know, if, you know, if she's on her period and she's, like, tripping about something... Like, I got to take a step back and realize that what she's saying is valid, right? She might not be communicating it in the best way, but I'm going to try to see where she's coming from. But the simple thing to do, because men are dumb and they don't understand, is just to be like, oh, she tripping. She just emotional. You know what I mean? But it's like, no, there's something going on, bro. You know, and she's got a lot going on. You know, she's she's got more than I could ever imagine going on in her head with her emotions and everything. And she might be struggling to communicate that effectively. Right. But it's like, you got to take a step back and, and work with her. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to work with your woman and try to understand, like, this, 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 is, is this making any sense? You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, more than anything, when your woman is quote unquote tripping, she wants she literally wants you to just grab her booty and be like, baby, you okay? You know, right. make her look you in the eyes, connect with her. That's mm-hmm. all she wants. That's all she wants, I promise you. She right. wants you to be like, you okay? Baby, are you hungry? Baby, are you thirsty? <laughs> Me being hungry. <laughs> Why be having attitude? Right, but I'm saying, but I'm saying to like smooth her over until y'all can get to a conversation to calm everything down so we don't escalate. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I promise, I'm a real woman. That's all every woman wants. 
white, black, Asian, Indonesian. We just want that security that my man sees the kind of mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. And that gives the ability and the vulnerability to wait for a good time to come to talk for conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's all just going to stay bottled up inside. No, that's that's so real. That's so real. And, you know, we, we were going to talk about, like, uh, self-reflection and some of the things that we we do wrong. You know what I mean? Like, personally, that we don't realize we're doing wrong. And right. in this sense, I mean, men and women are different. You know what I mean? And as far as I'm concerned, like, the responsibility of navigate or like navigating this these situations falls on the man and i'm not saying women aren't aren't capable of having a clear head but it's like like i said look i'm gonna be straight up like sometimes when y'all on your period you don't make sense okay you don't make logical sense and that's not your fault you know what i'm saying but if a man's gonna be the logical one he has to recognize that and be able to take a step back and be like Baby, I, I know you're tripping about whatever this dumb thing is, but that's not really what's hurting you. Like, tell me what's going on. Like, what, what's really going on? What, what are you really upset about? You know what I mean? Because right. it's, it's in that situation, if the man's not going to be open and because as a man, you know, when, when women start tripping, it just like it comes out of left field. It's like, I don't know what the hell wrong with her, bro. Like we were sitting here. Everything was cool one minute. I got a text message and she started tripping. I don't even know. And then if you take a step back and talk to her, come to find out, you know, she had a terrible day at work. You know what I'm saying? Her boss said some fucked up stuff to her and she's just been carrying that around all day and she didn't say nothing about it. And it was just building up and she blew up because that, that was just the last straw. You know what I mean? But you can never get to that point. If as the man, you're not, you know, you, you can't take a step back and, and try to analyze the situation, find out what's really going on, you know? Yeah. I wish that, you know, sometimes I find myself wishing that it was, it were that simple for me. Like, oh, I just had a bad day. Or like, oh, mm-hmm. I Like, anything associated with that more so is going to happen when I'm PMSing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, irritable from the moment I open my mm-hmm. eyes in the morning till the moment I close my eyes that night type of thing. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's like if I seemingly just start tripping on somebody, tripping on a guy, it's like I've been telling you for weeks. I've been telling you for a month or two or three. <laughs> it's what I want. This is right. what I would like to happen. Let's plan for this. Like, I've been coming up with suggestions, ideas, you know, hey, let's right. do hey, that. Or, yeah, you know, um, I've been thinking about this, or I've been, you know, even just wanting to have certain conversations, I've been trying to, but you're not receptive, or you're not, you're not responding, or, you know, you're not taking seriously the things that I'm suggesting, and things, you know, stuff like that. And so then it's like, right now right. I'm starting to get irritated. So I'm bringing it up now. And now by now, 
in my mind, I'm like, I've been telling you that I've been wanting to do this and spend time with you in this way. So now I'm irritated about it, but all of a sudden, now I'm tripping. But it's like, you haven't been listening. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's real. And I'm only laughing because, like, everything that you're saying is my real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's definitely been shit where it's like, and I, I, I see it, you know, when my girls start tripping, it's like, I want to get mad. And then I'm just like, nah, you know what? You right. Like, you've been, you've been trying to tell me this shit. And I just, I had to take a step, like, baby, you right. I ain't shit. <laughs> like, you tried to tell me this many times, you know, my fault. But it's also like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm only human, you know, but I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. And a lot of men just blow it off because they're like, well, this is who I am. T- take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? In- instead of like saying, well, you know what? You know what? Maybe you're on to something. Maybe I can do better. Because it's it's hard for men to admit that they're wrong. You know, men men have a lot of pride. And it's hard for men to be like, nah, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I keep leaving my drawers in the living room. Or I'm sorry I keep going out with the boys on Friday night and that's our only night off together. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's hard. It's hard for us in that moment, especially in that moment when it's like the conversation's heated. You know what I'm saying? And like you're heated because you're fed up and because you've tried to be civil and have a conversation about it, but the words aren't getting through. So you're like, well, shit, like, Maybe it's, you know, maybe I need to get loud. Maybe he ain't hearing me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I don't know what else to do. Like, you're just screaming out because you want something that you've been asking for and haven't been getting. But it's it's so hard in that in that moment, I think, for men and women, for anybody, you know, to take a step back from the situation and let your emotions go and just try to look at the situation and have a conversation. You know, right. So, what do you think about um, the struggle from um, you know just like dating, seeing each other, or even just being fuss buddies, or maybe you're dating too. So, but what is the issue with going from that? to being exclusive and actually cuffed up with each other, actually a real partnership, an actual real relationship. What is the divide there from, so, from that? Mm-hmm. So I think that for men, what I've experienced is a lot of men struggle with being tied down to just one woman. And it's almost like joking, like when when a man gets married, right? Like, at the bachelor party, they're like, well, this is it, man. You know, like, say goodbye to have fun. You know, like, you nailed down now. She got you. You know, it's almost like a joke, but um, there's some truth to it. You know, like, a lot of men kind of have this, I, I call it that new pussy smell, right? It's like it's mm-hmm. like the new smell, you know what I'm saying? And men always want to have that that new pussy smell. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... You're with a girl for a while, the new pussy smell wear off. Now you want to get something with, with, with that new pussy smell. You know what I'm saying? 
And so I think that for for men, and I mean, it's, it's immature. It's, it's really primal when you look at, when you compare that to having like being in love with your best friend, you know what I mean? And having like a really good relationship, it, it doesn't even compare, but maybe a lot of men haven't felt that. And so they just value, you know, like having that variety over being with one person. Cause instead of seeing like, well, I can have this amazing relationship with somebody and have my best friend there always who I can talk to about anything and all that. They just see like, well, cause, cause they've never experienced that. So they're like, well, you know, I just, that just means that I, you know, I, I don't get to see other women. Like I'm out here in this world, there's beautiful women everywhere. I could be sleeping with them. And now I can't, you know, cause I'm stuck with this one girl. Right. So I think that for, for men, I think that that's kind of the issue with going from, with, with going, to, with making that transition into a committed relationship, you know, an unexclusive relationship. Yeah, I feel like that's the main reason. And then, but most people just say, oh, I just want to be careful about who I give myself to in that way. Um, I just, you know, I don't want to get hurt again. But at the end of the day, I feel like when you are ready and when you meet someone who is worth it, you're going to take that risk. You're still going to be scared. You're still going to have your inhibitions or whatever. But mm-hmm. you're going to be willing to take the risk because you want to be with that person. So I feel like at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to, whether you're male or female, is you basically don't want to let go of your hoes. You don't want to let go of your prospects. (laughs) So what do you think? So here's my hypothesis, right? Just a man assuming what it is for women. But for women who don't want to be in a committed relationship, my hypothesis is that they there's a difference between the man that they want to be with and the man that they want to only sleep with, right? And... Like if, if a dude's sleeping with a girl, but she doesn't want to commit to a relationship, it's because she doesn't think like the dick might be good, but she doesn't think that you've got the assets to actually be her partner. Right? Yes. Okay, cool. Cause I, I was wondering that. <laughs> and I'm just going to, I'm going to say like, I've had that before. I'm like, yeah, I would never be with you, but you're cool right, right. now. Right. You know? I mm-hmm. trust you enough right now, but I would never be in a relationship with you. You're not relationship material, and I would never invest myself. I would never invest my emotions, my energy, or any of that into you. Basically, yeah. you're a fuck boy. So. Yeah. You cool. So, <laughs> right. So, what what is that that guy missing? He's missing the self-control that I believe he lacks. Mm-hmm. He's lacking the self-control that I believe he, you know, he lacks um, to be a faithful man. So that I don't have to be worried about all the time. Is he cheating on me? What is he doing when he's not with me? What's in his phone? Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to worry about all that. If I if I can if I can foresee at any point that I'm gonna have those issues, then I don't want to even deal with you on that level because I can see your interaction with other women and I can tell how how reserved you are. Sometimes someone's reserved from you because they're trying to maintain what they have with everyone else. How they treat others around them. If I feel like you're not really um, a loyal person to those around you who you knew before me, then I'm paying attention to that. And I'm not going to put myself in that category for to even expect you to be any type of loyal to me. And you're not even loyal to your friends and your family members and things like that, that you knew before me. Um, obviously the basics, the basic stuff, are mm-hmm. you taking care of yourself? You know, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other, should I even expect a stable relationship from you? Well, let me ask you, do you feel like there's a certain part of that? Because like the good guy, right? He doesn't have that. Right. So a good guy, you don't have to worry about him cheating on you because he's faithful. He, he's, he's a good man, right? But do you think that there's something about that, that fuck boy where you know that he can get other women that makes him attractive? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, if a guy is attractive, he's attractive, though. If he has that funk and that personality and that fire or whatever it is, Mm-hmm. regardless of who else you think he's attracting. Like, either you have it or you don't. I was just wondering because um, in, in dating, in, in some of the dating advice, we talk about um, like that social credibility and that if, so for example, like if, um, if I meet you at a bar or something, and I've got two women, two attractive women with me who I, I came there with, right? Then just by having those other women with me, it shows you that there's something about me that other women see value in, right? Yeah. And so it makes me more attractive in that sense. Do you, do you, would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. And so it's, it's funny because there's like a, there's almost like a gray area where it's like some of the stuff that I teach these guys who are good guys is like some of the things that these fuck boys do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, because there is a part of that that women find attractive. I think fuck boys abuse it, but there's something to it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Is it, I mean, like, what's your definition of a fuckboy, like, from a man's perspective? Uh, so I, I would define a fuckboy as, like, um, like a, a guy who is... So plain and simple, it's, it's a guy who's good with women, and he abuses that to um, sleep with women. And he essentially uses that to his advantage to deceive women just for his own, his own interests. 
pretty much. So it's like it, it could be an attractive guy or a charismatic guy or whatever. And he knows that he's good looking. He knows he's got game, whatever. And instead of being a respectful, instead of being respectful of her feelings, he just uses that to sleep with women. That That's what I would call a fuck boy. Somebody that's you know, like a little jerk, you know, got good looks, know he got good looks, you know, and just like you putting the game on, bitches. Mm-hmm. But I'm right. also somebody has a good enough heart to, you know what I'm saying, reel you in to make it seem like he care a little bit. Right. Make it seem like call him when the baby need a little pack of pamphlets so you can get paid on Tuesday. Um, right. That's a fuck boy that has money and that's willing to spend money, not all fuck boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean most- fuck boys got money. Some of them got good looks, some of them got charisma, some of them got big dicks. You know what I mean? But whatever it is, they utilize that, they take advantage, they exploit that. You know what I mean? To lead women on into believing that, you know, there's something more there just so that they can sleep with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and just getting that trust enough to where they keep responding to his text messages yeah. and phone calls. Yeah. Mm. Even if she is mad because she hit, she hit that nigga up, at, you know, at a certain time, that nigga didn't call back till the next day or maybe the day after the next. And she mad, she irritated, she already coming up with a plan, you know, to really just Exit that nigga slowly but surely out of her life, but as soon as he call or text, she might wait a couple minutes, but she gonna respond even if it's a dry ass text like, "What's up?" Mm-hmm. See, and that's that's something that's funny to me too is like the games that we play, you know, because a lot of the dating advice I see is like, there's a big thing on double texting, right? So it's like, if I text you and you don't hit me right back it's like this, there's like a whole category of dating advice about how you don't want to text right back or leave her on red for a day or a couple hours or something. You know what I mean? To, And it, it makes sense, you know, because if, if you don't text right back, you're creating that scarcity and just like supply and demand. If something, if an item is scarce, then it's worth more, right? So it, it makes sense, but it's like we're playing games. You know what I mean? We're playing games with each other on both ends, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's really childish. Avoid. Mm-hmm. Everyone avoid having a game yeah. going on them, but we're all, nobody's doing anything except just continuously playing games on each other, so that's why nobody trusts each other. See, it's, it's funny because from a dating advice standpoint, it's like, this shit works. It works because everybody's out here playing the game, but really it's like, it's bullshit. You know what I mean? And I, I catch myself because I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a committed relationship for multiple years. Like sometimes I want to give these guys relationship advice, but the dating game is different. You know what I mean? It's like the things that build a good relationship like a solid relationship are not the same things that are going to get you are going to get you a girl's phone number. If you walk up to her at the club, you know what I mean? 
it's 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 completely different it's it really is like a game now you know and it, it's sad and sometimes I, I i catch myself and i gotta pull myself back like well okay no we're just trying to get in the door so yeah. we might have to do some fuck boy stuff at the front end so that we can get her number and go on a date with her and then show her that we're a good respectable man you know what i mean yeah. But it's just it's just because we play these games, you know? Okay. Yeah, and I'm not really sure how we can get to a point where we can stop playing the game. I I don't either. And I I, I think that Yeah. Yeah, so there's really um no way to no way to get to the point where we just stop playing games. It just you just have to be good enough at the game. You have to play the game well enough to where it ends up working in your favor, oh, where it uh, ends up working in both of your favors. Absolutely. Mhm. Uh, right, and I, I think that I think that that's part of like some of the negative connotations I get. You know, is that like I'm teaching men how to take advantage of women, and in a way, I am. Right. Like, I'll be honest, in a way that I am, but it's just because that the dating game has become exactly that. It's become a game, you know. And so at some points I have to teach men how to play the game just so that they can get in the door and show that, you know, there's that they have more depth than, than just that. But it really just boils down to, you know, teaching people how to play the game. And, and it's 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 unfortunate. You know, we can't just be upfront with each other anymore. It's it's really silly, right? Oh, it's terrible. Certainly can't just be upfront all the time. Right. You can try to see if you're at that point with that person yet, but the moment they react negatively to that, you gotta really back in and take a step back and continue to play the game because they ain't ready yet. Yeah. Right, right. Right. And I think you got to have enough respect for yourself to know, like, when you've played the game enough, it's like, okay, you know, I'm done playing the game. Either this person's going to get on board and we're going to do this or we ain't, but I'm not playing the game no more. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, that's a good point there um, about the game and all that. So, um, what about like toxic, toxic behaviors? Um, a lot of times I see, really, I see all the time, everyone thinks and everyone claims that they are the ideal lover in whatever words they use, however they say it. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, get you a me, this and that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm this, I'm I have that, I have that, I have this. You know, whoop, whoop, this, that, and the other. Um, I'm just waiting for the person that's for me. You know what I mean? It's like, no one believes that they themselves have things that they have to work on to become the, the right partner for whoever it is that may be waiting for them. Um, right. No one believes that they have any issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all everybody that has the problem. 
you know, right. all your relationships because of everybody else and never you. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's really hard to look introspectively. You know, it's really hard to look at yourself and say that it, it's hard to look critically at yourself and say that I might be the problem, you know, and I think men and women are both guilty of just saying like, well, I am who I am. And if they don't like it, then they're not the one. And it's like, well, you know, deep down, you probably don't want somebody who's going to accept you for the person you are now, because you might not be the perfect person, you know? And right. it's, it is hard to look at yourself. My, my past relation, I, I learned a lot from my past relationship afterwards. And I realized that I was, I was emotionally abusive and it was, it was a hard pill to swallow. You know what I mean? But I learned a lot from that. And that's the only reason why I was able to build the relationship I'm in now is because I learned from that and recognized that I wasn't perfect, you know? Yes. Yes, but, that is a hell to swallow. When, you know, when uh, you at least get to the point where you start to question yourself, uh -huh. you know, and, and when other people say stuff up to you, you start to look at it like, dang, you know, I have to accept the fact that I am emotionally <laughs> or I have to accept the fact that I am mentally abusive. I am even physically abusive. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of, you know, obviously everyone knows a man hitting on a woman, okay, blah, blah, but hitting on men, and I will admit, I've been there before, mm -hmm. and I had to, let, you know, chastise myself, like, no matter what, you should never be putting your hands on your lover, and if that person makes you that mad, then you don't need right. to be with them, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if they didn't come home for how however many nights. It doesn't matter that they said this or said that. If anyone makes you that mad, you don't need to be with that person. And if you're being controlling to the point where you know you're doing and saying stuff just to um, get control of how they treat you or get control of um, how they are dealing with your relationship, that's still a deal. You know what? You know what I just thought of? I just realized this now, and this might be some deep shit, but like whoever we are now attracted whoever we got. You know what I mean? And so if, mm -hmm. if we're in a bad relationship, it's probably because we need to work on ourselves, right? Because if we were a better person, then we never would have gotten into this situation, you know? And I think that's, that's the answer. Yeah. It's like, I mean, sure, there's bad people everywhere, but if you're not comfortable enough with yourself or you're missing something personally, then you might wind up with somebody who's physically or emotionally or mentally abusive, you know? And so I wow. think that the answer is that, we need to work on ourselves first and foremost, you know, like that, that's, what's actually going to solve the problem. It, it's not that, you know, we're with somebody who doesn't accept us for who, who we are. 
Be- because, you know, I, I might be a terrible person and I, I find an amazing woman and she doesn't accept me for who I am. But of course she doesn't because I'm a piece of shit. Right. And th- that's a, you know, that's an extreme situation. Right. But, you know, it could be smaller things where it's like maybe I need to work on something so that I can keep a good woman or I can attract a good woman or a good man or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's something that I'm missing yeah. and it, it maybe it's not them. It's me. Right. Yeah. So how do we, I mean, if you find yourself in a toxic type relationship, whatever mm-hmm. form that toxic so you're saying basically there's something within you that needs to be changed first so that you would even get to the point that you are going to leave or that you wouldn't even find yourself in a relationship like that. Before. Right, right. Because, you know, maybe like you don't respect yourself enough, like you don't think you deserve a good woman or a good man. And so because of that, you settled, you know, or you know, maybe, maybe you're emotionally abusive. And so you attracted a woman who's not confident in herself. And she puts up with you being emotionally abusive. You know what I mean? And so it's like, if I I feel like that's the solution, if if you fixed, but it's, it's hard to diagnose that, you know, it's hard to figure out what exactly you're doing wrong that is creating this situation that you're in now, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. And a lot of times we don't, you don't even know exactly what the issue is until after you mm-hmm. meet the person. But whatever strength mustered up within yourself, you know, to actually leave that person alone, sometimes you don't even really realize it until that relationship is, has right. been over. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's that time afterwards healing and thinking about what went wrong or you know why you made the decisions you made why you stayed with that person as long as you did even after they did x Mm -hmm. y and z why did you continue to stay all that type of stuff i've had to deal with uh, myself yeah me too i feel you i feel you yeah so that's pretty crazy um to think about just how our minds work even in relationships and before you know it, you'll find yourself caught up in something that you never saw yourself in. And really you probably even used to ridicule people who are in those types of situations before you ever experienced it. Like, Oh, that would never Mm -hmm. be me. Next thing you know, you wake up, it's you. (laughs) Right. right. I I just had a friend. I was on a, I was on a three-way call with my boy and, uh, his homegirl was giving him relationship advice and telling him that um, his significant other doesn't treat him well and he should leave and all this. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, she's going through a divorce right now. Like maybe she need to figure her, her shit out, you know, before she's out here giving relationship advice. And the only reason I said that is because he's, he's in a really good relationship. You know what I mean? But it's like, I guess the point I was trying to make is, it's hard to recognize that what we're doing is wrong, you know, to the point where we'll even 
project that onto other people and tell them, you know, what they should do when we're the ones being wrong. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I just, you know, I've been working on, um, I think the one thing I struggled with was rushing into relationships. Mm-hmm. Just being so to settle and just so, be, so just being so eager to not be mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, because I enjoy being in a relationship. I enjoy not being able to be readily accessible to everybody else because I'm I'm mm-hmm. So no, I can't. Nah, I'm not gonna come to your house and chill and drink or Netflix or none of that because I got a man. So really, you should know not to even hit my inbox. Yeah, like I got something to do. I'm busy. You know, like like be waiting on the outside of the window, peeking into the window, waiting for us to break up. That's where you belong because I'm in a relationship. (laughs) So do you think that so you're saying that you would like settle and I mean I'm we're all guilty of this, right? It it feels good being in being in a relationship, but like you're saying that you would settle just to have that comfort of being it, right? I have, yes, in the past. <clears throat> because like we're talking about today, the whole point is that dating is hard and it's just so intricate. There's a you have to think about and pay attention to and ignore and not ignore and to have a problem with it and to tell yourself not to have a problem with it. Like, there's just so many things that you have to do while dating that when you're in a relationship you cut a whole lot of that oh stuff yeah out. right right but it's you know it's you're right it's difficult because sometimes it's it's self-sabotaging where you know you're you're chasing that comfort but in the long run you're creating more hassle for yourself right because because you're settling into a relationship that that's not going to last you know yeah, so we have to stop looking for, you know, those temporary fixes and just jumping into something just because the other person agrees to it. And really, at the end of the day, they don't even know what the right thing to do. Right. <laughs> we both just tired of being single. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> you know? right. And don't. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. That's bad. that's so funny Um, so just in closing um, what would you say um, what is your biggest so first give me your biggest tip um, either tips or one single tip for males in um, dating women or attracting women or even just down to that first initial conversation mm-hmm. that's going to get a one. Let me, you know, let me even just talk to him enough to where I can decide that I'm, I'm even just going to give him my phone number. Okay. 
And then Wait, so you're, then, you're saying to, to get her phone number or you're saying after that? Yeah, let's just even start there. You know what I mean? Like, what's the right way? What advice, what tips would you give um, to a male who basically wants to shoot his shot to a female? And then um, after that, do you have anything from guys' perspectives, what they would say they wish? Um, a woman would say uh, what they wish women would do in those initial points that would make it easier for you guys to move forward. Mm-hmm. So I would say if, if a guy is, you know, he, he first met a girl or whatever, and he's, he's trying to get her phone number. Um, the best advice I could give him would be to be comfortable and confident in himself. Right. So be okay with her rejecting you because you know your value. And if she's going to turn it down, then that's her loss, not yours. Right. And because then, okay. then you can exude that sense of confidence and it's like, look, Hey, and, and just be straight up. Like, Hey, I think you're beautiful. I, I think whatever, I think you're smart. We've had a great conversation. I'd really like to have another one over some coffee, you know, give me your phone number and let's, if you give me your phone number, we can set something up. How's that sound? Right. So just be, be comfortable and confident, you know, and I think um, just being fun also, you know, like, like we talked about earlier, you know, guys being a wallflower, it's like, you got to be fun. You, you got to be someone that people want to hang out with, you know, you, you got to be, if, if you just sit in your room all day and play Call of Duty, like, no woman's going to want to sit there and watch you do that. You know, you got to be, you got to be fun, you know, have fun, do, do things, be to try new things, you know? And, um, I think that the best response women could give would just be, um, being accepting of the man being vulnerable, you know? So if, if he says, if, if he's opening up and he's approaching a girl, like it, that takes a lot. It, it's hard to just like, you know, see a girl across the bar and walk up and start a conversation. You know, that's hard to do. And um, yeah. if women were more open to that and at least entertain a conversation, you know, instead of, and I know it's hard for women because women get approached all the time by fuck boys and they just build this wall uh-huh. like here come another one. You know what I mean? But it's like, if you can give dude the time, the time of day, he might, you know, he might turn out to be a good guy, you know? And I don't blame women because I don't get approached by women all the time, but I'm sure at a certain point, you're just like, you get sick of it. Like, I just came out here with my girls. I'm just trying to have a good time. And these dudes yeah. keep up, like, just go away. You know what I mean? I don't blame you. <laughs> but I, then can I just walk through without Right. Like, how can just walk somewhere without somebody saying something to me? Like, right. You know? Right. And, yeah, and I, I mean, there's a big difference between like catcalling and actually approaching a woman and trying to have a conversation and getting to know them. Right. So, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, fuck, fuck those guys. But, it, you know, if, if, if a dude's going to come up and take a shot, you know, at least give him the time of day to take a shot, you know? Yeah. 
hear what they have to say. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Might work out, might not. Might be a waste of time, but life goes on and it's, you know, it's all an experience. We all, we all live and learn from it, you know? So that was your advice to women? Like, let, let the guys shoot their shot and don't just, you know, hear what they have to say and when they're in your DMs, hear what they have to say if they're yes. saying something rather than just being like, oh, you in my DM. Exactly. <laughs> and that's so annoying to me when you hear about women who are complaining about guys in their DMs. It's mm-hmm. like, I swear half women only do it to get more DMs. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, people need to come outside of the box and realize that social media is just kind of the way of life, you know? Yeah. Only it's not only life, but it's a part of life now. It's a part of our life. And so if a young man sees your picture and clicks on your picture and sees your profile and then wants to befriend you, and then after he's befriended you, he wants to hit you up in your inbox and say, how you doing today, beautiful? Or good morning, beautiful. How you doing? I mean, come on now. Just say, I'm great. How are you? You know what I'm saying? And then the moment, the moment he offends you, the moment you start seeing him post weird shit or, you know what I'm saying, you realize I, this ain't the type of thing I want to fuck with, you know, it's easy. It's pretty easy to dismiss the conversation to, you know. Um, you can block him. You know, um, you know like. Exactly. <laughs> right. If, if black, um, you know, inboxing you, you know what I'm saying, you can unfollow him, you can unfriend him, but it's pretty easy. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. be so negative about it these guys who are genuinely shooting their shot, just saying, mm-hmm. good morning, beautiful, how you doing? Like, what's wrong with that? Like, seriously, stop being negative. Like, yeah, we all want to meet somebody at church. We all want to meet somebody at the grocery store. Right. But, you know, the chances of that being slim to none, being slim to none. Right. You know? you know, guys, don't be afraid to shoot your shot on social media. Ladies, be open to extending a hand and just simply meeting him as a human being. Regardless if y'all going to hook up, link up, be friends, be together, whatever, that could be a contact for a whole nother stream of income. You don't right. know what that relationship will evolve, you know, in, will, mm-hmm. will you know, evolve to. And so people just need to stop being mean. Stop being mean, be nicer, be more open, be a good person, period. Yeah, be more human, right? Is that so much to ask for, you know? Common decency. Um, if anyone inboxes me at any point and says, hello, how are you today? I don't know what their interest is. I don't know if they just want to be friends. I don't know if they're trying to date me. I don't know if they're just trying to have sex with me. I don't know what. So I'll say, hello, I am doing great. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. That's just kind of if you're walking past somebody in the middle of the street and they say, hello, how are you? You're going to say, hello, how are you? I feel like it's the same with the end. <laughs> and then yeah. from there, you go forward. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I feel that. I think, I think that's a good lesson to all of us. Just don't let, don't let social media allow you to forget your basic human decency. Right? Let's just, let's just be good people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, we certainly had some good topics today. Um, um, I do, again, I do apologize for the technical difficulties. I really don't know what was going on tonight, what that was about. 
Um, but we made it happen anyways. We were determined to get this done, and we did it. So um, I believe that it's, it's – I mean, it was still a good show anyway. We talked about everything we wanted to talk about for the most part. Um, yeah, and, that was um, awesome. I, I mean, definitely worth the te- technical difficulties. Work through it. We worked through it. Y'all should work through it. That was a that was an incredible show. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're so very welcome, and I do appreciate you for joining the show and you know just wanting to be involved. That that meant a lot to me, and I knew that you had some good insight. And I think people are really going to grasp it. They're going to think about it. They're going to start having conversations amongst themselves, coworkers, friends, everybody. And, and I think it's just going to whoever is listening. It's just going to start something. It's going to start. Um, it's just, it's just going to get people talking. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's going to start spreading the word, you know, how we can date better, how we can date better. And actually, that's going to be the name of the podcast. <laughs> hey, there. That's going to be the name of this next episode. Date better. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And anytime, if, if you ever want a male perspective on, on anything, I'd be. I would be honored to be on the show again. Yes, I'll definitely be hitting you up. Well, that was episode three. Nice to meet you, Dan. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your expertise. Thank you. Tell the people how they can get involved with you and your your coaching and um, how they can get in touch with you. What is your website? What is your Instagram? Any other social media you have? Yeah. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. So, um, you can follow me on Instagram at van underscore vans underscore got underscore your underscore back. So vans got your back with underscores. And um, my website is uh, day one dating.com. And um, you can, you go there, you can subscribe to my email list. I send out dating advice. I got videos and stuff. I'm writing a book right now on um, working the friend zone and um, that'll be coming out soon. So stay tuned. I really, really looking forward to uh, helping more good guys get get from the friend zone to the end zone. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Get from get from the friend zone to the no zone to the third base to the fourth base. <laughs> the fourth base. <laughs> get all the way in there. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, thank you for tuning in. And um, this is this is the conclusion. Date better. Peace is podcast. Crystal Renee. Peace out, guys. All right, peace. Y'all have a good night. Cool. You too.